0: Hello, and welcome back to Third-Eyed Mind, your spiritual podcast for all things healing, meditation, affirmations, and some good old chit-chat. I'm Megan, your host, and today we are going to be talking about life's journey and what we can do to work through the negatives, because there's a lot of negatives, right? (laughs) If you are anybody that is like myself or you're like yourself, obviously, because why would you be like me? You should be yourself. You find that there is so much hostility and anger in today and in the days that we live here on earth. So many people have an opinion. So many people want to project their pain onto people. It's really, 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 really hard to find a safe space where people don't do that, where they don't project onto their friendships, where they don't expect people to tiptoe around their emotions, it can be very hard. So if you're facing any sort of trials and tribulations through this, know that like you're not alone here, okay? You're not. I have experienced some of the hardest things with people. I have experienced some of the worst projections with people. And I find that a lot of people just do it because they think that, like, you're someone that's not going to leave and you're just going to stay there and you're going to take their shit. And you will because that's what we do best, right? But I find that a lot of people project because they're going through something. But in the meantime, you can make someone feel that way. You can make someone, like, project onto you because of what you say. And people don't even realize that but that's not your fault. That's not your problem, right? That's that's got nothing to do with you. You're allowed to speak your mind freely. You're allowed to stand up for yourself. And if you trigger someone and they project onto you, then you can apologize for making them do that. But at the same time, they shouldn't be doing that in the first place. And yeah, they have to learn through it. But at the same time, you're not someone's punching bag. You're not, you're not a punching bag for someone. It's that simple. You don't do what other people want to do. You do what you want to do. Very simple, very easy. I've had people project on me in the weirdest ways, like when they're stressed out or they feel like they're not being heard. And it's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, I used to do the same thing. So you know, it was like a karmic lesson for me to learn, (laughs) but I understand where people come from when they do that, but it still doesn't make it okay, right? It never makes it okay. I find that a lot of people just sit there and poke the bear. They'll just sit there and be like, all right, we're just going to keep poking you and poking you until you're ready to just give in. A lot of people do that for fun, which is not cool. Don't do that. But I just, I find that I can't be around people who are continuously like projecting onto other people because it's not fun. Like if you have to sit there and have a conversation with me about somebody else and what they're doing because, you know, they dated your boyfriend at one point in time or you're mad about somebody else that, you know, one time was your friend that sat there and just kept poking you and making fun of you or didn't like what you like and then badmouthed you to somebody else but yet you're doing the same thing. I don't feel bad for you. I don't. I, I think that's like really hard. I have people who will come to me and be like, well, why, why did you talk like this way or you said this and then like it made me think of this and why would you say that? And I'm like, well, it's not a bad thing. What I said it's the truth on my standpoint because I'm going to back my truth, right? We're always going to back our truth. But a lot of times people who are hurt can't see the full picture. And my truth usually goes on both sides of people's lives, right? There's always two sides of the story and the person that sees it from their opinion. It's like there's technically three sides, right? It's like you have an outsider, then you have two sides of the story. So that's technically three opinions, right? Am I right? I used to listen to what people would say. So like someone would come to, come to me and start talking about somebody else with no evidential proof. And you don't always need evidential proof. The story usually lines up and adds itself up, but it caused me to just take people's sides. And I'd be like, taking each person's side. Oh my God, it was so bad. Like I chuckle about it now, but I'm really, truly sorry for it because I can't imagine how much bullshit I created too, you know, because you know me, I'm honest, I've done it myself. You all have done it. I don't want to hear it. You all have done it. So when I found that I was really taking both sides, it was hard for me to get out of it. And I just kind of left it alone until, like, the friendships kind of ended, too, because it was like, whatever, there's nothing I can say or do anymore. But I found that when people were hurt, they would try to make you believe their side of the story. And I found that people who didn't need to give their side of the story usually didn't really give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) Um, or they truly knew that they were speaking the truth and they didn't need to prove it. So when I would have friends, this is what, what would happen to me. I was always a part of friend groups and I was never the person's best friend, right? I was always the middle girl. So I was always the one that was like the third friend. I was the friend that people would call when their best friend wasn't doing anything. That's who I always was. So when I realized that it was kind of a big epiphany for me, but seeing how they would communicate with me was nuts. So one girl would have a conversation with me, go tell her boyfriend something different and go tell her best friend something different, then claim I was her best friend and come tell me a completely different story. Then talking to her best friend, it would be like, that didn't fucking happen, what do you mean? But the best friend wasn't trying to prove to me anything. The friend wasn't, we were still in the same friend group. She wasn't trying to prove anything to me. The, my best friend was trying to prove stuff to me, um, who the person who said was my best friend. So you see like how the pattern goes here? People who have to prove themselves right will always rush to defend themselves. You are allowed to defend yourself, but if you know the truth that you're walking in, defend yourself in a calm manner and keep it moving. That really can piss a lot of people off and they can become more triggered to project on you more. So you're opening up a wound for them. Just an FYI. I've really noticed that. That's a oof, That's like, I'm a run and I'm not going to come. I'm not gonna come back to this friendship. Yeah, it's really hard. But knowing that like, you can't control that. You can't control how people react to what you're gonna say or do. You can't control their emotions. You can't control their mind. People are going to do what they know best from their hurt space, right? So when they're projecting on you, They're from their hurt. They're they're projecting from what has happened to them before. So now they have to rush to defend. So it makes sense. It all goes hand in hand. But knowing that at the end of the day, you are someone that walks in your full truth and you don't ever have to worry about what anybody says about you, to you, none of that matters because you are someone that is very powerful in your own mind. But I find that a lot of people cause a lot of pain. You know, they make people feel like they're not good enough or. They'll give like you false hope and they'll come up and have a conversation with you and then they'll go talk bad about you behind your back and then you're standing there like, what the hell did I do wrong? Nine out of ten times it's not you. Nine out of ten times you didn't do anything wrong. It's just these people sometimes self-sabotage relationships because look at their life and how they were brought up. If somebody was brought up in a hostile state of mind, nine out of ten times they usually, usually self-sabotage. And it's because they just are in fear of their relationships always sabotaging themselves. And I, I grew up in this state of mind where it wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was hostile, but I wasn't able to have my opinion. And when you're not able to have your opinion as a child or as a teenager, that opinion turns into people pleasing and you don't have an opinion. Now you're just following and you're listening to what everybody else has to say. So if you look at all the pictures of me way back when, And like in my mind and in my life, I was following everybody else around. I was like listening to what they wanted to do. I never did what I wanted to do. I never did. So I started to realize that now in my thirties. So imagine all of those years in my life where I had to pull off layers of other people. I've had so many friend groups. I had to pull off those layers and now I'm finally just me. It's really a lot to work through. So look back at your relationships, look back at all your friendships, the things that you can remember, why did your friendships end or what caused the pain in that friendship or relationship was it you that's what i've done with all of my stuff and i don't say go back too much but when you're trying to figure out where the problem lies sometimes you need to go back into this life and see what's going on and what you can nitpick at so you can kind of remove it and bring it to the center and allow yourself to work through it and that's what i've done with a lot of things the friendships that i can remember and sometimes they'll just come up randomly I'll just be like, all right, so what did I do? And I'll know what I did wrong and what I shouldn't have done. So I'll tell myself, I'm sorry. I'll apologize to that person in my head. And then I will physically sit there and try to work out where that underlying problem is here. It was within me trying to be seen and heard. Or was it because they didn't understand me? Like there's so many different things it can be. So know that when you go to that state of mind of understanding, you tend to not blame anymore or project. So... Finding that level head of that, that medium space of, okay, I can react. I'm allowed to react. Okay. But I'm going to think before I react. And if I'm going to react in an angry way, I'm allowed to react with anger. But what I say really means a lot here. So how you react to everything is key. How you allow things to kind of trigger you is key. You don't realize how much you're triggered half the time. That's the beauty of it. People don't realize how much they're really triggered. So looking at, okay, these are the main things. Looking at number one, am I going to be triggered by this? Number two, can I have a conversation about this without being mad? Number three, am I getting my opinion out there? Or are they even listening to me? And number four, am I being understanding here? Am I the one that's understanding what's going on? Or am I just listening from my own perspective? Because we're all allowed to have different opinions, different perspectives in life, different ways of going about things. So next time you feel triggered or someone's projecting on you, give that a try. Seriously, give that a try and let me know how it works for you because it's a game changer. It's truly a game changer to kind of switch that up. (laughs) But yeah, this is just how it works with people. People are just going to do what they're going to do, guys. And there's nothing that we can do about it. You know we just have to keep living in our truth and if you're finding that you're lying or you're manipulating words and you're doing it out of hurt or you're gossiping and you're doing it out of like wanting to be seen or heard think about it like why are you talking about other people why are you bragging about things in your life like like all of this attributes back to you there's all things inside of you that attributes back to you and when you really realize that you worked on that in your healing journey your mind is quiet my mm-hmm. mind has been the most quiet it's ever been this past month. It's because I haven't been texting people back like crazy. I'm not getting into their problems. Like I, I run a retreat business with uh, my friend and then I I have my own business and it just doesn't stop. You know, like you're always having something going on and my phone's always going off. I mean, I'm running four different social media platforms on Instagram and TikTok. so. And and Facebook. (laughs) So think about that. Like, think about what your mind is. Like, that's what my mind is. And my mind just doesn't stop. So I find that, like, when I allow people to kind of come into my space and I talk to them and I have a conversation with them, that's what my space is the most cluttered. It's the most cluttered with their issues and what's going on with them. Like, if you're texting me every single day because you need to fill your void and you need to fill your void with, like, how is she doing? What's going on with her? I need to talk to her. You're trying to fill a void within yourself. And that's what I've realized. I've had a lot of people that will text me every single day and I don't mind them texting me, but I'm not going to answer them back right away. Cause that's my boundary. I don't, I don't need to answer. I can look at it and not answer it. I, I really can. I can truly do that. I am very selective with who I talk to now because I once was so open to answering everybody the minute after they would text me. I was a quick texter. I was a quick answer. I would answer anybody back because I was so desperate to be loved. I was so desperate to be seen. And I don't judge the people that do that now. I don't because I was the exact same way once. Some people genuinely wanna know what's going on with you because they love and care about you. But at the same time, are they needing to fill their void? Because if you need to talk to me every day, that's something with you. And even with my husband, like leave me alone. I don't wanna talk to anybody. <laughs> I just want to be left alone. And with that, that's all. You know, it's very simple. But knowing that you are the power and you can do and set any boundaries that you want to set, that is the key to life. That is the key to life. But in all when all is that and done, you are the power. You are the space holder. You are the frequency. You are the person putting the frequency out there. Remember that. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and your day is filled with nothing but blessings. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this journey.